All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. You're listening to Oilers Nation Radio, presented by the Nation Network. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Episode 5 of the Oilers Nation Radio Podcast. I've got, as always, my crew here to my right. I've got Coom. I got Chris to my left. I've got Evan. I've got Dan. Right behind me, I've got Rick from the Pint sitting in, watching, making sure that all our analogies are on point, our stats are on point. Sands turkey wing. Yes. Last week I was at the Pint having some lunch, and Rick let me sample the new turkey wings, and oh my God. If you're looking to have a release in your mouth of flavor and enjoyment... Go to the pint and get the turkey wings. What kind of can dirty. Rick verify what flavor they were? Because Bagbound couldn't remember. I think we just brought out the uh, salt and pepper. Just something, oh. uh, something classic. Simple. Classic. But, classic. Uh, yeah, you don't get too don't get too crazy with these salt and pepper Montreal no. steak spice. Those are going to be your 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 big winners. Oh. Ooh. Oh. Chris, they were amazing. Sounds Can't so wait. good. I would even go so far as to bet that you will be so happy with the turkey wings that you may even forget about fingies for I don't at least think one day. I've been. Uh, avoiding chicken fingies for the last month because I knew that's not true. You had them like from oh, yeah, um, that's a Dairy Queen. The other day. <laughs> you just come straight up. Right, I had listeners. I had chicken fingers at Dairy Queen two days ago, but other than that, I've been avoiding them because I've been waiting he's for been, Saturday. He's avoided them for two whole days. And <laughs> Chris is just so one today, giant lie. Episode five of the Oilers Nation Radio podcast, as always, brought to you by our friends at Sherwood Ford. Sherwood Ford. Did you guys see the? little Instagram post they posted yesterday of their, I think it was a tire sale. Yep. And Gus was cruising in and out of the tires, looking good, looking fit, looking thick. 
Gus is so cute. He's just he's just like playing with the tires. He takes a look back, winks at the camera, goes back at the tires. I don't even know if I, I don't think I need tires, but I might buy some because I saw Gus and he impresses me with his tire knowledge. Dan, what do you think? I do need tires. I need winter tires and I'm going to Sherwood Ford because Gus has sold me. Do you know oh. how to get there? I'll tell you. I do, but you can tell the listeners. 2540 Broadmoor Boulevard in Sherwood Park, Alberta. It's kind of across the street from the Costco, down the road a little bit. So you can go get tires, and then you can go and get a like a reasonably priced hot dog and a pop that you can refill multiple times. Excellent fries as well. Yep. Mm-hmm. Now, if you want to book an appointment, get yourself some tires, call Sherwood Ford. 587-860-1538, or go visit them at SherwoodFord.ca. That number again? That number again, Dan, that's a good question, 587-860-1538 or shortwood4.ca. Now do it with your eyes closed. I bet if, I can't, Cam, I haven't memorized it yet. Come on, man. And I bet if you go there right now, there's a very friendly Victoria waiting to help with any questions you may have online. Ask for Gus. Ask for Gus. Victoria will be like, what are you talking about? Stop asking about Gus. You Oilers Nation guys keep incessantly messaging us about Gus. Now, to the Oilers. Boys, we have two preseason games left. That's it. That's all. As we get closer to their trip to Europe, the roster is getting more finalized. As today we saw this morning, first thing this morning, the answer. The former answer. Miko Koskinen. The former answer. The backup answer. Al Montoya has been placed on waivers for the purpose of assignment to Bakersfield. Now, is this a surprise to anybody given that he only played 20 minutes in the preseason? Dan. It is a surprise to me given that he only played 20 minutes in the preseason. Uh-huh. Uh, There's an echo. The analysis was on had his hand up in the air, and he was ready to make a comment. I just think it was uh, it was pretty predetermined for uh, old Miko Koskinen that the second he had one good preseason game, Montoya was out of here. I did not think at any moment that the Oilers signed Miko Koskinen to a $2.5 million annual contact to give him any time in the AHL. No, but I don't think they did, but his preseason play prior to the last night's game and even in last night's game in the first period, wasn't an indication that he was... I think Miko Koskinen could have allowed every single shot he faced in preseason and still made the team. Question. I like it. Do you think that having him... He stopped 26 of 28 shots last night against the Coyotes. Do you think that kind of calmed fears amongst the fan base? Because as Cam said, I agree that I don't think there was any chance that Koskinen wasn't going to be backing up Talbot to start the season. But what about the fan base, Chris? Tell us what the people are thinking. I don't feel better about it. (laughs) Why not? I don't know, because it's still Miko Koskinen. You're not a Koskinen guy at all. Is he... Uh, they're probably going to give him another start, hey? Um, Two preseason games left, so they play the Flams on Saturday at 1 o'clock, and then they are in Germany to play Ryan Jones's whatever their number. Cologne yes. Sharks. I bet they go with... I would imagine they go with Talbot on Saturday, and then Koskinen against Cologne. Yeah. Why so, do you think that? What What is your prediction? Well, cause then they got, because then they have Talbot... Fresh, ready to go for but wouldn't you want, season opening. Wouldn't you want Talbot playing the game in Europe to get used to playing in Europe? Perhaps. Or to give him That's more rest point. from the jet leg. Yeah, I don't know. That's great. It'll be interesting to see how they handle the lineup because I don't imagine that they'll have any extra guys like for forward and defense, really, other than your seventh forward and your... Seventh forward? Sorry, seventh Love defense. Love seventh forward. And 13th yeah, the weather's a rocket. Two oh lines God. this year and then one extra. One thing I wanted to bring up about this Al Montoya waivers news from today was Shane Starrett gets to go on the trip as the emergency backup. How sweet is that? That's nice. Just like, hey, you want to come to Europe with us? And Shane's like, That's yeah. a huge bump from playing in the ECHL last year. He's in the ECHL and now he gets to backpack through Europe with the boys for a week. It's a pretty good deal. Are they going backpacking? 
Absolutely. They're going to go stay in hostels. They're going to backpack. You think they're going to stay in hostels in this trip? I think they are. Bunk beds. It's cheaper. It definitely it's part of the Very experience. economical. Get all of them in one room together, have a good time, just like make some memories. Exactly. Who wouldn't want to do that? Everybody loves bunk beds, Chris. I do. All I'm saying is if the boys are on bunk beds, make sure that they have those guards. One time at Camp Dan, when I was about 10, I fell off the top bunk at camp. Scratch me back up. Wow. Scratched your back up. That's right. From oh, about six feet up right to the ground, Dan. I thought you meant you were like a healthy scratch at camp. Yes. <laughs> Would you guys agree? Due to my injury, I was not allowed to play the intramural sports. Chris, go ahead. Uh, Would you agree that if Montoya played better last season in his 13 games, uh, we wouldn't have Mika Koskinen right now? Are you hinting at Bob Stoffer's tweet from this morning, Chris? I am. Please read that if you've got a hand uh, Bob Stoffer says something about Baron Bouchard, but his note about Koskinen is Koskinen will be back will be the backup Montoya didn't capitalize on his window late last season. Rick, what do you think about this goaltending situation? You've been to the games. You got tickets. What do you think? I think they're just taking um, Koskinen out there. They like him on the European ice. They're only playing one game on the big ice, and that's the one in Germany. So they're going to give him that one there. And then um, we'll see. uh, Talbot will obviously get the game in Sweden. And I'm pretty sure no one's really made a decision on this yet. Montoya is not going down to the AHL for a long time, and Koskinen's not very safe right now. They're going to put him down there because they were never planning on playing him, so put him down in the AHL, let him play a couple games, bring the kid up for a little bit of a of a little trip, but he's not going to get to see any ice either anyways. So I think we're all in agreement that sometimes there's just going to be some paper transactions here, probably Coombe as well, as we... Get closer to the European trip. Who knows? Goaltending situation at least seems to be in line with what we all thought with, of course, Talbot starting. He looks great, Chris. That has to be exciting for you. You're a big Talbot guy. Yeah, Talbot's playing well. This is exactly, especially after the summer, like he pumped himself up so much and uh, he said he was going to bounce back. He uh, said he was back where he wanted to be nearing the end of last season and he's coming out exactly how he wanted to. He looked great against the Canucks the other day. Mm -hmm. He has looked so good this preseason. Like it just has a swagger and a confidence about him that has been missing. We are back to that point, though, where, like, we had a, against uh, Vancouver, we had a lot of defensive mistakes. And yes. Talbot, yeah, Talbot uh, backed us up and made us look great, and that's the Talbot we love. Makes me a little worried, though, um, what our defense might look like. But They definitely need to tighten that up. Let's talk about defense, Chris. We've got two very young players, Bear and Bouchard, that are going to be vying for one of the spots on the back end. I'm curious, Dan, let's start with you. What you think about how those two guys have played so far, what you like, what you think needs some improvement on, and who ultimately gets that spot? Well, I, like, I don't want to steal from you too much, Bag Milk, because you did say this yesterday. Thank but, you. But the Bouchard, the Bouchard passes up to the to the forwards are just something to behold. His vision is ridiculous. Yeah. Like, he bombs passes. He yeah. already has the best first pass on the team. Yeah. And it, yeah, I would agree. It's not close. Like, I honestly think that 45-year-old Evan Bouchard should be teaching Oscar Clefbaum <laughs> a little bit of something about first passes out. Anyway, go ahead, Dan. But with, Continue. like, and so I, I think that Bear does have the offensive awareness uh, close to Bouchard. Maybe not as good. Uh, I think you said he was shooting 40% so far. He's got 40% shooting. He's got uh, Ethan Bear, three games played so far, two goals and assist, and a 40% shooting, which we all know is sustainable, right, Chris? That is. Absolutely. No no doubt he's going to be an NHLer shooting at 40%. How do you you guys think this plays out? Dan, you got a quick guess on, like, does Bouchard kind of get the nine games and then go down to London? Is he sticking around? If you read Dusty's hot takes, his September hot takes at OilersNation.com, 
He says he thinks Bouchard will be top four by December or November. I can't remember which. I think Bouchard. I think Bouchard sticks around after the nine games. I I don't like it, but I feel like the team is just going to fall in love with his passes and his power play uh, power play quarterbacking that he'll do for the, I guess the second unit probably um, to start out. But yeah, I just think they'll. I think he'll stick around, and I think I do think bold prediction that Bouchard then gets sent down midseason and Bear comes up. Chris, what do you think? What do you Make sense of this Bear Bouchard. I think to start the season, uh, Bear will get sent down because he can. Bouchard will play his nine games minimum. And uh, I think we got to see Bouchard play. He's played decently well in the preseason, but we got to see him in uh, regular season action. Um, it wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if Bouchard got sent down after nine games and Bear gets called up and takes his place. Uh, since we talked about uh, Ethan Bear, Bouchard's been in three games, a goal, two assists, three points. Cam, what do you think about this? I think they're gift-wrapping him as nine games for sure, and then it's up to him whether he stays. Because I think with Bear, there's a pretty good contingency plan of somebody who's a nice number seven, six, in and out of the lineup D that can come and play on the power play and do that kind of thing. But ultimately, if Bouchard comes in and he is actually good, hashtag actually good, then he will he'll 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 stay for the whole season. I don't think the Oilers are, are scared to do that at all. Personally, I think that uh, well, I, frankly, to be honest, both guys need polish in the defensive zone like crazy. Mm-hmm. I just think that with Bouchard's kind of uh, you know draft pedigree, the fact that he's going to go back to London where he doesn't really have a whole lot to prove, yeah. they're going to keep him around for that. Give Bear more time in the AHL. Rick, what do you think? This does not make for great uh, content, but I'm kind of on board with everybody else here. Bouchard's getting his nine games at the very, very least, and I hate to say it, but I'm pretty sure they have him penciled in to play the whole season yeah. up here. That's Bouchard's one advantage is that he would be forced to go back to junior. If they play him smart and like shelter his minutes and don't throw him on the PK and don't throw him against top-pairing guys, because he will get torn apart in the defensive zone. Sure, he can make good passes and he can has a good shot on that, but he is... He's not looked good in the preseason in his own end. No. And the scary thing is that he'll be playing with, with Russell. He's going to be playing. It's going to be a, it's gonna be two fish out of water there. A lot of yeah, flopping around. It might be a little they bit. Might it might be a little good, frightening. Like, Russell stays back. Bouchard pinches a bunch. They might make for a good combo. Tough to say. Russell hasn't really looked good on the Oilers unless he's played with Sakara, and I don't think that Bouchard can do what Sakara does in the defensive zone, which is create that, like, steady... Like, what, what, what Bouchard does have that Sakara does is a really good first pass. That's what Sakara did, bro- broke it out really well and transitioned the puck really well. But he doesn't have that, like, calming steadiness in the defensive zone. I think that pairing could be an absolute disaster. If I'm going to be positive, I'm just going to try to be a counterpoint because we're all just, you know, giving each Drinking other the over juice. the pants handies on this. Um, I think that Russell and Bouchard could work because anything that takes the puck out of Russell's off his stick as a first pass out is a good thing. Well, he, just, he just bounces it off the boards in the glass every time. That's kind of my point. And I'm not trying to shit on Chris Russell here, but I think having Bouchard there as the guy who fires it out to somebody breaking out of the zone is ideal. And if you give them soft minutes, obviously at home is easier than on the road, but I think it could be okay. I'm trying to be positive here, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, all, we, all de- we all definitely know that Bouchard is going to be there. Yeah. I think I think we all deep down expect him to play like sixty five games in the team this year. It's kind like, of what we all expect, but I think what we all want is nine and then back to London and then World Juniors. That's kind of what we all want. I think I'd love that. Like, like that, it or not, that, it's like, happening. It's 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 a damn shame that he like this is where the the CHL rule of not allowing 
uh, you like under 20 players to go to the AHL is so unfortunate because he he has nothing to prove in London. He's played three full years there. He'd be the perfect player to play in Bakersfield this season. We talked about that. Maybe like something where you get, you know, the Oilers pay the Knights X yeah. number of dollars or whatever and say, okay, Bouchard's playing the AHL because he scored 87 points in his draft year. What else is he supposed to do? Yeah, like, why can't sure, they... he could go out and try and win a Mem Cup, which would be great. But like at the end of the day, you know, because you just it, it's so effortless for a 19 year old like him who has the body of a 31 year old to play against 16 year olds in the OHL. Yeah, exactly. Like, what are you going to gain from that? He's just going to, you know, go around and physically dominate people. It's going to be like kind of a waste of time. And he is the face of a 40 year old. He does have the face of a 40 year old. The facial hair, yeah, the facial hair of a maybe a 45 year old. I'm 33 years old. Evan Bouchard can grow a better beard than me by like noon. His five o'clock shadow is ridiculous, and I'm so jealous about it. Sticking on the roster, boys. Uh, this now we're going to talk forwards, and of course, this forward talk is brought to you by our friends at Sherwood Ford. Chris, we've been there. We have been there. Excellent facility. We uh, they're making a truck for us, as you all know. The giant hashtag nation truck, and it's really close. They keep uh, they keep dangling teaser photos in front of our eyes, but they're not showing us the real thing. Uh, we're hoping early next week we can go over there, and uh, it's going to be finished. So I'm waiting patiently. Blue, orange, everything looks good. We're seeing a little bit of the exterior. We saw that the interior is blue and orange leather. Super sexy. They kind of showed Chris and I that they've got this big old turny thingy. A turn ta- turntable? They call turn it a turntable, but they're not spinning tracks, so I'm not going to call it a turntable. I'm going to call it a giant Lazy Susan, Dan. Uh, and they're going to take some photos ooh. of that truck. I want to stand on this Lazy Susan and get spun around. You could make like an excellent profile video like that, like oh. they do for college football players or something. And I'm just holding Gus in my arms. Oh. New Sherwood Twitter Ford. profile pic. Come on. We need to go on that giant turntable and hold Gus for our nation profile pics. You know what? I think uh, Cam and I can handle the next sales call where we go talk to Gus. Thanks uh, very much. Gus Night. told us he doesn't want to talk to you. Now, wow. going to the forwards, Dan. I want to start with you. Would you say that the Sherwood forward is? Oh, da da da. I'm gonna I'm gonna write that down to be edited out. <laughs> that that came at a 16:03. I liked it. I liked it. That that needs to be deleted. I see Evan there shaking his head. He's, Evan shaking he's his furious. head. He's furious. Yeah, disappointed. He hates puns. I'm actually surprised that Chris liked it, Cam. As you know, yesterday Chris was talking about how he wished Dan didn't exist. Oh yeah. So when me and Chris were playing hockey together last Friday, we were the last two ones in the dressing room. And I'm going to say that we had enjoyed a few post-game cold ones. And I said, Chris, hypothetical situation for you. Would you rather wake up tomorrow and it's 10 years ago and you remember everything that's happened, but none of it actually happened? So it's 2008 and you're a 15-year-old and your whole life didn't happen. That's awful. Or would you rather roll into Little Brick, walk upstairs, Dan doesn't exist. And you just imagine the whole thing (laughs) and all of us were in on it. Okay, so I chose the... Dan wouldn't exist thing. Chris, but that's nothing. Quickly, too. He was like, easy. I would pick for Dan not to exist. And I was like, whoa. Chris, that is nothing what's ag- going on here? That is nothing, that's terrifying. It's nothing against Dan. That is he everything would, against. He would everything. still remain in my imagination for the rest of my oh life. My like, he would still be around. He'd be I, like uh, Calvin and Hobbes, if you will. I don't want to go back to being 15 years old and have to live. So rather than going back to being 15 with all the knowledge of a 25-year-old, like, all the like, money you could invest. Oh, I could invest in the, Snapchat. All of the all the, the the content you could produce, all the things you could do. You instead just chose for Dan not to exist. Yeah, that's 
it's cool and all like you can invest in stuff and make some money but i like my life now but with so, dan so thanks chris no thanks for all that. <laughs> that's the thing is your but life- what i my word of caution would be to beg milk because chris has squarely had cam in his sights for the last two weeks three weeks where he's been just tearing you down every step of the way yes now I don't like him now he's wished me away from existence and i'm leaving the country tomorrow because of it and bag milk you're next i feel like i'm next yeah now you're gonna come home from Sweden, Dan, and you're gonna be like, "Where's Bag Milk?" Oh, Chris hit him with his truck. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Me and Bag Milk are cool. I won't be wishing away wow. him anytime soon. So but, we weren't cool, is what you're saying? No, you're fine. Wow, I lo- well, you're, I, he's okay. not wow. because wow. you said you this literally is... said rather than going back in time and having a decade worth of knowledge, which is worth so much, you're like, "Fuck it, I'd rather just carry on my life. Everything's the same except Dan just doesn't exist." And I I understand how that comes across as mean. Yeah, it does because you, you're wishing that he didn't exist. Of course, it's me. <laughs> Dan would that's, still remain in terrifying. my subconscious. Yeah, though. but then he doesn't was... exist for any of us, which is fucked. Dan, we got you. Thank you. <laughs> Back Thank to you. the others, boys. I've got a question, and I'd like all of your input. Coming into the season, it looks to me like Ty Ratty, Yesapuliarvi, and Kaylor Yamamoto, in some combination, is going to be the top three right wingers on this team. Now, would you all agree real quick around the horn? Say yes or no. Oui. Yay or nay? Ow. Dan. Y- yay? Yay. Chris. Yay. Cam. Yep. Sweet. Now, you didn't my- say yay. Sorry. Yeah. Yes. I didn't say yay. Yep. yay. My question for you guys. Oh, is it because Kanye's putting out a new album tomorrow night? We've got to say yay. Yay. Oh, yay season approaching. Yay. I see Evan's got a big smile right now. <laughs> Evan, Evan's Evan told super me, into this. He told me this morning he likes music. Evan's a music guy, hey? He's a music guy. Who'd have thought? Uh, Another shout out to Lil Wayne's new album that came out late last night. Super good. Anyway, with those three guys making the team, all three of them, as it looks right now, who is going to get pushed out of the top 12? Cam, I'm going to start with you. What do you think? Who is going to be the odd man out considering how well those three guys have played in the preseason? I'm guessing that Peter Torelli is going to fire up the cannon and put Pontus Aberg in it and fire him into space. Chris, do you agree with Pontus Aberg going to be the odd man out? You gasped, <sighs> you sighed, you had something on your mind. What do you got? I think uh, Drake Kajula will be the victim of the yamoto Pliarvi combo. See, and that's where I'm at too. I, In my head, I think Drake Kajula should be the odd man out. Now, that said, he just signed a two-year deal, $1.5 million each year, Chris. Would... The Oilers do a bold move like that, considering they just signed the guy, and he seems to be a Todd McClellan favorite in that he gets opportunity to do all kinds of things. Dan, what do you think? You got to be able to make, like, at, at worst, you make a deal for him. There's got to be a team out there that's interested in an NCAA standout to be able to go out and take a shot on him. I think, I think personally, I think Aberg is is a save for his last five minutes in the overtime of uh, of last night's game, he has had a very lackadaisical, lethargic preseason. Um, so I think he probably deserves to be down in the minors. But uh, but with Kajula, if you're going to do that, you got to find a trade partner. To be honest, I can see both of them. As Dan's saying, or as Abba would say, somebody's going to take a chance. Take a chance, take a chance. Thank Dan. you. Rick, who's the odd man out of the top 12? It uh, Aberg's gone, and uh, you're gonna roll with Chason and uh, Drake as your two extras, 
And yeah, I think it's that simple. I think Drake, they everyone keeps saying he's had some sort of illness this. Oh this, yeah, I heard. That I haven't this heard whole that time. So sinus infection. So oh. I think the, you know the guys on the inside will will take that into account, and we'll give him a little bit more time. I think there is a little more upside when it comes to Drake than um, Pontus, but yeah, no, I think it's uh, Drake and Chase on as your extras. Plus, they gave Kajula 1.5 mil per year for a reason. They didn't do that. Like I said with Koskinen earlier, they, they gave him that contract because they expect him to play on the team. My problem, yeah, with, well, my problem with Kajula, and I guess it would be the same for Aberg, is how inconsistent they are. You have a guy like Drake. He's got a great shot. He's gritty as fuck. I saw him tune up Andrew Cogliano in the playoffs right in front mm-hmm. of me. It was awesome. But then he'll disappear for a month. And that's a big problem. Aberg... Rather than disappearing for a month, he's just always kind of gone. He just never appeared. Yeah, he's just, that's the trick. He drew a penalty last night, and then he had a almost goal standing wide open in front of the net. But otherwise, he was, he just looked like he was I would definitely rather have Chiezo than either of those two. Drake Kajula is also really good with the ladies, as per Patrick Maroon. So maybe he's a good uh, dressing Patrick room Maroon guy. on uh, Spit and Chicklets, Chris. Yes. Yes. Sweet. So maybe uh, the guy's like having a ladies man around. Tell some good stories. Are we maybe. sure that wasn't sarcastic? No, I believe it. Was it genuine? I think he's... I can see it. Cam brought up the PTO boys. Right now we've got Garrison still around and Chase on. And I'm curious to know which of the two, both, neither, who's making the team. Can you see... Personally, I haven't been impressed with Garrison. I've got a lot of time for Chase on. I think that makes sense given his uh, historic usage, etc. Cam, I'm going to start with you. Who do you think of those two makes the team, both, neither? What do you think? Uh, I have a hot take that I think some of you guys might disagree with. But Give it to I, me. I have a feeling that both players in the PTO are going to get signed. I think Garrison's going to crack this team. Jarebeck's going to go down. And I think they're going to let Garrison ride because they want to have a veteran on that blue line. And if Garrison just absolutely sucks, then Jarebeck comes up. I, I, I think Jarebeck will clear, will clear waivers. I, it's not that I had high hopes for Jarebeck, but like, man, you've done nothing. He does not look good at no. all. Well, why did like, we why did we sign him? Well, well I especially see it as a with depth uh, especially with you know who getting six hundred and fifty thousand on a one one year deal in Chicago. You, you know who meaning friend of the nation. <laughs> I see Rick's Rick over there bouncing around, out, and clapping. Yeah. Rick is very Davey. excited. Friend of the nation, Brandon Davidson, officially signed a contract with the Chicago Blackhawks yesterday for six hundred and fifty thousand dollars, where you could argue that that money would have been better spent here by the Oilers on a guy like Seriously. Davidson that knows the system, knows the city, knows the team, knows the coaches over a guy like um, Jerebek. You know, Jerebek, who has Stanley Cup champion Jerebek, we have to preface. True, true. Stanley Cup champion Jerebek, who hasn't really done sweet fuck. So if you haven't listened to the Real Life podcast interview that we did with Brandon Davidson, I encourage you to do that because we had a great conversation with him about why he decided to take a PTO in Chicago as opposed to the Oilers. He was very candid, very honest, and definitely worth your time if you haven't heard that. Now, Chris, what do you think about these PTO boys? Who's making it? Who's not? What do you think? Break it down for us. Honestly, I don't mind Cam's hot take. Uh, so it's not that hot. It was of more course of a you agree take. with yeah, Cam. Pretty, yeah, just agreeing with everything Cam says. Uh, honestly, Garrison, Jarabic have been pretty... I haven't noticed them at all this preseason. I know they've been playing. But. And old Pebbles, Kevin Gravel was Kevin Gravel was sent down ages ago. Gravel, I can't believe yeah. he was sent down that early. That was shocking. I thought he was going to make the team. Yeah, I thought he was in the mix for number seven D-man, but he wasn't even close. Now Pebbles is on his way to Bakersfield. and He's, he's never going to evolve into Graveler. No, not not at this pace. He's give not him, getting enough experience points. Oh, give him some time. 
I think Jason Garrison could make a good extra D-man, kind of like an Eric Griba type, um, where he plays when he needs to, and they put him in certain roles. He's a big guy. Um, but played, will he teach us how to barbecue? Probably not. Again, we can get back to all the old players that I'm upset Chia didn't sign. Brian Davidson, Eric Griba. Uh, but we won't. So Garrison can be Griba's replacement. Well, of course, they bought out Eric Griba, adding $300,000 to the salary cap for no apparent reason. Wouldn't that be nice now? Rick, what do you think about the PTO boys? Break it down. Uh, I think I jumped the gun a little earlier and said Chase on stick around, so I'm going to stay with that. And uh, somehow Garrison's going to stick around too. Once again, I will point out that my friend would be a much better Seriously, replacement in that just... spot, but we won't get into that right now. Uh, yeah, no, it's going to be Garrison's going to stick around. And you know what? The better he plays, it actually might push Russell to an interesting spot that he is not used to being in because he might just be overpaid for that spot playing right next to Bouchard. Yeah, that's a good call. Yeah. I, uh, There's a lot of agreeing on this podcast today, well, boys. Well, I'll tell you what, Bengals. We're all so smart. Go I ahead. Don't, I don't think that Chieson is getting a PTO or getting a contract myself. Why not? I just think that the team uh, the team is in love with Kajula and it might be hard for Shirelli to admit his mistake again with Pontus Aberg. And also, Dan, the way these lines are shaking out, the way the training camp preseason has kind of played out, your boy, my boy, Jujar. Jujar Kara Jujar. is one of those guys who could get pushed out of the lineup depending on how things shake out, no which way. I don't pushed agree with. Pushed out of the no lineup. Way. Which I don't agree who with. Who says that? Lots of people. Like, Dusty was talking about it on the video Inside the Nation yesterday, Chris. You, I was watching that. I don't recall it. I thought, he had, I thought he I thought. thought he kind of had his spot next to Ryan Strom and Pugliarvi kind of locked up. I like that a line bit. a That's lot. a nice line. I like there's that a lot of, There's a lot of size and speed on that line. Except I, just, I like Pugliarvi. I think Pugliarvi should skate on the second line. I yeah, think he'll get there for sure. I do, he will. But. I do. I'm, I'm kind of coming around to the fact that I like a new and improved kind of incentivized Pugliarvi on the third line with sheltered minutes. Uh, Strom has looked good this preseason. I liked it. I liked his game. And uh, so, yeah, I think that line of Kara, Strom, and Pugliarvi could do some. One work. thing that's a big thing that they should be doing is... So Yamamoto and Dryasad look pretty good together. Yamamoto's looked really good. But the boat anchor on that line is Lucic. They should put Lucic on the fourth line with Brodziak and Kazian and just have them go out and throw hands. I put, agree with put, you, but put, that would put, never put, happen. Yeah, I know. It definitely wouldn't happen. But put Tobias Reeder on the second line yeah. with Dryasad. Played together the World Championships, familiar with each other. And then Yamamoto, the too. There. That's the three scoring there. lines. And then you have a, your fourth line's a hitting line with Lucic. You can actually thrive in that role. You probably could, but like I think, like Chris said, it's not. There's no happen, way it'll happen. Given, not a chance. You know who he is, blah blah blah. And he's the he's second best player on the team. Got a stiffer stick. Big Daddy's got a stiffer stick this year that he's rolling with. So I guess we'll have to just see what happens. Jason but, Gregor onto something there with the sticks. Gregor is all about the stick talk. Speaking of Gregor and stick talk, Dan, you told me that last night in the game against the Coyotes that Yessa Puliarve played the le- the fewest minutes. Of any forward outside of Pontus Aberg, yeah, only beating him by seven seconds. What is that about? Well, you know what? I was shocked. Uh, I didn't see the first twelve minutes of the game because Sportsnet doesn't broadcast games anymore. I guess uh, we're uh, we might be in trouble here being able to watch games this season. First world problems. Go ahead. Uh, yeah. Uh, so got the stream up, but uh, didn't see him get hurt or anything. But probably, I would say, arguably our second or maybe third best player this preseason. Played seven seconds more than Pontus Aberg, and 
he was really given no chance to do anything. He's the one. He's he's the one that in the first period started the shooting. I think we had two shots up until like the seventeenth minute mark of the of the period, and then he just walked in and took a clapper from the point. Um, but yeah, got no love from the no love from McClellan last night. I guess maybe maybe they were trying to showcase other guys. I don't know. What if he's injured? What if Puliarvi, who comes out hot and grabs the attention and love of all Oilers fans again, is injured? Breaking news, boys. I'm very excited about this. This breaking news, of course, brought to you by our friends at Sherwood Ford. Sherwood Ford loves breaking news. Sherwood Ford, the giant. Is this good breaking news? I'm going to tell you, Dan, this is Uh, great breaking news. This is great breaking news. Again, sponsored by our friends at Sherwood Ford, the giant. Go see them. Can we guess? Can we guess what the breaking news is? 2540 Broadmoor Boulevard, Sherwood Park, Alberta. Give them a call at 587-860-1538. Again, that number is 587-860-1538. Our friends, Sherwood Ford the Giant, home of Gus, home of all the truck and car deals you could ever dream of. Now, Dan, you want to guess my breaking news? What is your guess? Brandon Davidson signs with the Oilers. He actually rejected his contract. It didn't get through the fax machine. He signs with the Oilers. I wish that was I'm true. swiping furiously on Twitter right now trying to find this. Left on Tinder? Gritty kills somebody. Gritty murdered a man. Yeah. He is fifth day of existence, and he's Coom? now going to trial What's for your a bloody murder. Coom? It has been confirmed that Matthews reigns supreme over McDavid in the recent GQ interviews. Oh. <laughs> okay, we'll get to that in a second. But no, the breaking news that I have is that friend of the nation, longtime contributor, wonderful person and human being, Kat Silverman. Is going to be covering for me <laughs> for the season opener party. She oh. just DM me that she said her schedule allows and that I have coverage for the wrap up, which means that I can go get greasy. So you can enjoy some cold ones in the afternoon with the boys. Where are you going to enjoy? Where are you going to get greasy, Bag Milk? I'm going to get greasy at the Pint Downtown on October 6th, starting at I think the doors are opening at 10. Rick, doors we're going to be there at 7:45 a.m. Doors are opening at 10 a.m. for the first ever season opener brunch party. Why? Because the Oilers are in Europe. And there's a time difference, Chris. That's how time zones work. So we're going to get Amazing. I'm learning so much today. Chris, are you excited about the brunch party? Yeah, I'm so excited. So this is going to be the ideal brunch party for Chris. You know why? Because Dan's not going to be there. And as we know, Chris would rather live in a world without Dan (laughs) than one where he wakes up and it was 10 years ago. It's going to be a great day. Dan's not going to be there. I'm going to get to the pint. This is going to be my day. Have a Caesar. Have some. Have an Eggs Benny. Oh. Uh, Tots. Tots. Game will start. Maybe period two, roll into some uh, chicken fingers. The game's going to start in period two? No, at period two. So wait, is you're going gonna... to have eggs bandit and then chicken fingers within the span of 30 minutes? No, period two. Hmm. Peri- second intermission, I should say. So Chris is going to have like a Why don't 90, you wait minute break between meals. Why don't you? All right, I want to eat it all. Chris is a growing boy. I think, Chris, you also have to remember we're doing a impromptu emergency doner review after the game. Yeah, and after the game will be doner. So you're going to eat three meals in the span of like two hours. Yes, and then I'll have a Thanksgiving dinner. I think you're, that doing, I think you're doing brunch wrong. I don't know Why? if you know what brunch is. Chris, you're you not even going to be there, Dan. Chris, you don't oh, need to I'm eat chicken fingers at noon if you've eaten brunch at 11. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be coming to you live from the Scandinavium. I'm Dan, gonna have, let's talk about that real quick. What are you doing? Why are you not going to be at the season opener party? Yeah, so I'm uh, leaving tomorrow afternoon for my first ever trip outside of the friendly confines of North America. Couldn't come soon enough. Wow. Okay. And I'm out of the podcast. Uh, I'm head, yeah, I'm heading over to Europe. I got to re- reel it in here. Um, I'm going to go to Oktoberfest and wear a Conor McDavid jersey and Lederhosen. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to go to Cologne and I'm going to go watch the Oilers beat up on Leon Dreisaitl, Papa Dreisaitl's home team. 
The Cologne Sharks. The Cologne Sharks uh, with former Edmonton Oilers. Ryan Jones. Corey Potter. Steve Pinizzato. And isn't Klinkhammer on that team? Oh, fuck. I, hope I think so. he I is. Hope they I picked him up is. just for this Former game. Olympian Amazing. Rob Klink- Klinkhammer. I'm, I'm jealous you get to see Ryan Jones I play. might buy a Cologne Sharks jersey. I'm just saying. Yeah, if you're going to do one, get, if you're getting, get, get the uh, get the Pinizzato one. That yeah, is sweet. Like, that's the one. Although I would pick a Jonesy because I always love the flow. I might just pick a non-oiler, though. I might pick the best player of the game. How dare you? I know. Put a McDavid on the back of that oh, Cologne Sharks jersey. That's a good call. Why not? That's what I'm doing for sure. Hell good yeah. dry saddle on the back of it. And um, then you're going over to Sweden. Is that correct? Yeah, I'm heading over to Gothenburg. I'm going to be staying at a hotel 0.2 kilometers away from the Scandinavian. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, and yeah, I'll uh, hopefully get into the arena. If you read my last article about my trip to Europe, uh, I bought tickets on a website that has a terrible track record. Of giving away fake tickets. I'm Dan so scared Mayer may for not you. be going to the game. However, I paid, I one thing 17,000 rubles for this ticket. <laughs> one thing that you can be excited about that you can write down and lock in is that you will also be talking to Uwe Bowden, Bowden from Uwe. Elite Prospects. I, sh- I should say it's it's a likely thing that I'm going to be talking to Uwe. Okay, so not not an absolute lock, but a pretty <laughs> Uwe is a pretty accommodating guy. Yeah, he's he's going to try and set it up. And uh, if you're over there, seek me out, and I'll do an interview with you, and we'll talk about uh, your experience over in Europe. Dan is also, as we go along here, he's going to start putting out more articles about the trip on OilersNation.com. He's going to try and get together with as many of you mm-hmm. that are over there. Dan's bringing little... flags too. I am. If you are going to the game in Gothenburg, let me know uh, where you're sitting, and I may have got a flag just for you we want to get some flags on tv i'm thinking that we should probably do some kind of contest chris around this where if people see our flag on tv during the swedish game and send us pictures that we put them in the draw for something yeah that'd be cool sweet speaking of contests that we're bad at following up on go ahead uh we will be reaching out to the people <laughs> from the first episode who oh yeah we had a secret <laughs> i thought about this last night oh yeah <laughs> Uh, you know what? And we should, I think we should run another contest. If you like and subscribe to us on iTunes and send us a review, just show us what review you did and we'll give away some nation. We've had some reviews so far. Too. We have. We've had some pretty positive reviews, I think. We absolutely have. Some guys talked about how you answer phone calls, Coom, at 2 a.m. Apparently, I answer phone calls at 2 a.m. Coom's so. good like that. If you have an issue, uh, just f- follow us on Twitter at... ON Radio Podcast, and we'll tweet out Cam's number. You just give him a call whenever you want. Yeah, Chris, uh, Chris checks for new interview or new reviews like every 10 minutes or so. Yeah, I'm on it. I'm top, on top of it. Chris he, has Chris has a page open on his internet browser that's just his own name in the Twitter search bar, and he just consistently refreshes it to see if people are talking about him online. I got to know. Please follow us on social media on Twitter and Instagram, at ON Radio Podcast, as well as we're up on iTunes now. Find us there. We're on SoundCloud. I submitted to the iHeart Radio Podcast app. I didn't know that was a thing, but apparently it is. We're trying to get this as many places as possible. If you have a spot that you listen to podcasts that we are not currently available on, please let us know, and we will try to accommodate as quickly as possible. Now, what I want to get to is Cam brought up something very near and dear to my heart. He brought up the GQ shoots, which I did an article on OilersNation.com, breaking down the Connor McDavid edition of the interview in GQ. Austin Matthews from the Leafs just had his go up. I want to talk about what you guys think of these two superstars in the league, one more so than the other, ending up in GQ, looking kind of stylish, although Matthews' turtlenecks are kind of weirding me out, but that's a different story. Chris, what do you think? I think it's a very cool I like uh, as many high-quality Conor McDavid photos as I can get. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was really cool that it was in there. It was funny. He got interviewed uh, by Edmonton Media. 
and they were all kind of joking about it. Like the media was kind of laughing along with him about when they asked him about it. And uh, he laughed and said it was, it was just a thing he had to do. Uh, I thought it was uh, the interview itself was a little odd, like the questions you wrote about. The guy didn't do any research. No, he, he, he was... did zero research. What were some of the questions he asked? Uh, why do you wear number 97? Yeah. What, do you, what color is your hair? Have you yeah, heard like what, what... You're a blonde guy, right? Have you heard what former oiler Eddie Purcell said about you? Yeah, I like, love the Eddie Purcell thing. Oh, man, like it fucking sucks to be Teddy Purcell in the sense that like nobody's talking about Teddy Purcell, and when he gets a mention, <laughs> it's post. Eddie Purcell. <laughs> Cam, what do you think about these GQ nonsense? Uh, I feel bad for McDavid going through the interview that was clearly not good, given the fact the guy was kind of just like lost. Um, it's it's pretty hard. I don't I don't think that's really like McDavid's shtick. I don't think he's really into like 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 style and a culture and aesthetics and that kind of thing. I, th- I do think that's more of an Austin Matthews thing. He seems like more of just like a, I think ultimately the way things shook out with Matthews going to Toronto and McDavid ending up in Edmonton, I think it worked a lot better just because I think Emin- McDavid fits more with the vibe here, which is just like 110,000% focused on hockey. Whereas Matthews seems to want to be more of like a, like a cultural icon type, which is more of a Toronto thing. I just think, I think everything just worked out for everybody. Although I feel like, I still feel like, Austin needs to work on his style game a little bit. He's wearing an ugly Christmas sweater in one of these photos. We'll tweet that out, like with this long the Gucci one coat. with oiler colors. I tweeted it out during the game yesterday. It could be. You can tell me it's a Gucci sweater, and I believe you. What it is? He probably played a shit ton of money for it, or GQ hooked him up. I don't care what it is. It is an ugly fucking Christmas sweater. That's what it is. Yep. And you're wearing it in GQ magazine with some weird trench coat. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. I, like I, Steve I don't Dang- feel like it. Steve Dangle said, he looks like uh, like Giovanni from Pokemon. He looks like he leads the Viridian <laughs> City Gym and Team Rocket behind the scenes. He's a Pokemon gangster. He's also rocking turtlenecks, which I I don't know if I've seen somebody under fifty wear a turtleneck. In the like... best the best Matthews aesthetic by far though is the one where he's holding the fidget spinner in that one picture. Oh hell yeah! His uh, his beach pick. Hell uh, yeah! That's a ten out of ten. Of course. Who doesn't like a fidget spinner? I played with one of those for about a minute or two. Connor McDavid has fanny packs going for him. Oh hell yeah, he does. Fanny packs—a great thing that came back in the style. That's a game changer. When I was in Europe, when I was in Europe this summer, I carried on a fanny pack the whole time. Made it so much easier to keep all my stuff and uh, not worry about getting pickpocketed. I'm going to Mexico at the end of November, and I'm going to buy myself a fanny pack. Carry on a fanny pack, absolutely. Get it like underneath your T-shirt, or wear it kind of around your shoulder, like a oh, like yeah, strapped around my chest. What I could see Chris being the kind of guy who's not only wearing a because Chris has never left the country before. Yeah. So this is going to be like a big cultural shock for him. Full tour. So mode. what I'm thinking is that. Chris will have three rookie traveler things on. Ready? He's going to have that like under pouch for his passport that like goes under the shirt. <laughs> Strapped tight to my stomach. He's yep. going to have that, but it's going to be like instead of around his stomach, he's going to wear it up near his chest to make okay. sure nobody yep. gets it. Mm-hmm. And then he's going to have the fanny pack because I like that. It's convenient. Keep your keys in there, a little bit of cash, maybe an inhaler if you've got an asthma problem. He's going to have yep. a belt with a, with a spot for his phone. Like, like utility belt. You kind of just like. Yeah, oh yeah, I'm gonna have Batman utility yeah, belt. Yeah, I was a shitty Batman. I'm gonna have my phone. I'm gonna have sunscreen. I'm gonna maybe a pair of goggles hooked up to it. You never know when a snorkel could break. Uh, like my Mexican money. Are you planning on going snorkeling, scuba diving? I have no idea. You should go snorkeling. I really, yeah, you should do I really all that. recommend going snorkeling. Super I'm scared cheap. of water. Great experience. You're scared of water, like sharks and shit. Yeah, mm. I'll do it. I though. did a great snorkeling trip when I was in the when I was in the Bahamas one one winter. Okay. And I, I swam with turtles. Cool. Fascinating experience. I also did a excellent snorkeling, but I was at the Great Barrier Reef, so a little bit different. I have to do it. I'm gonna hundred percent better. I'd love to do that. Yeah, super cool. I might even lean into the speedo life when I'm in Mexico. I'd like to see that. No tan lines. Mm -hmm. 
or work on the, you know, minimalizing tan lines. Exactly. Also, Kum, the third thing that I think Chris is going to have is an over-the-shoulder satchel man purse. Nah, that's too, that's too much. I, I think I you're going to have I believe they call one. them Merces. Merce? <laughs> okay. That was, was that a reference from The Hangover? Uh, Friends, I think. Wow, the original. Okay, going back to Friends talk. Uh, <laughs> if you are, see, a big I didn't Friends grow. I, I, I wasn't alive in 1991, like Dan. So when did I end? Like 2003 or something. Anyway, uh, another thing I wanted to bring up real quick. Ageism. Speaking of clothes, Dan, you made a purchase for the office yesterday that I think people need to know about because it is fantastic. I sure did. Is I don't it? know. I don't know how I got into my timeline, but I pounced. Um, somebody in Florida. Uh, ordered a Ryan Nugent Hopkins 93 jersey from Fanatics. Great choice. Yeah. Solid jersey choice. What'd you get, Dan? She got a jersey that read number 14, Eberler. Mm. <laughs> so funny. Jordan mm. Eberler. Eberler. Classic, classic Edmonton Oilers uh, player, Jordan Eberler. So I, uh, I she messaged pissed. her right away. She was angry. She was legitimately angry. She was mad online. She, she is at the, Lord uh, Gloria 1. At Lord way. Gloria 1, yeah. And... Uh, she got uh, she got onto the phone with Fanatics, and I guess they're gonna fix it. But uh, I asked if I could have the uh, the old jersey because she said she was gonna use it as a dish towel, and I didn't think it deserved that. So that jersey is on route right now uh, via U.S. Post. It should arrive here soon, and uh, we'll have that hanging in the rafters forever. Retired Eberler is coming home. Eberler is coming home where he belongs. Yes. I know that friend of the nation, Alice Moran from CBC, was also trying to get in on she this. She tried to take it from me. You outbid her with the very high bid of what, Dan? Uh, I offered this. This girl apparently is friends with Alex Petrovic, and so we're gonna. She's gonna come up to Edmonton in January, and we're gonna take her to the pint and hang out. And she got how much, Dan? What does it have to do with oh, Alex yeah. Petrovic? Twenty dollars. Twenty dollars. Twenty dollars Canadian. That was that was that was confusing. You said. So she's friends with Alex Petrovich. So she yep. wants to go to the pie. So she oh. wants to come to Edmonton. Seems she wants to ex- experience Edmonton hockey <laughs> culture. Oh, okay. so where he's from here. Yes. Petrovich is so, from here. So she'll hang out with his family. Ah, oh, I gotcha. And we'll bring them all. See, I was really confused. I thought you said out. she's friends with Alex Petrovich. So, and then you just kind of jumped to be here. Yeah, that's fair. So that's we're going to go to the pint for some turkey wings. Yeah. Rick has already talked about their delightful. Look, if you're friends with Alex Petrovich, there's one thing you know, and that's that you want to go to the pint and enjoy a cold one and some turkey wings. 100%. This Eberler jersey thing kind of made me think of at nation hq we've got some hilarious kind of like knickknack kind of stuff that wanye's brought back from his worldly travels and he's got like uh what would you call one of those wooden masks a like, wooden mask but like is there a better name called. for it no it's just a wooden mask where it's like oilers colors like, like a bible mask like a tiki face yeah tiki face is what i would uh, call okay. it and then but like the logo is so haggard it's like all wobbly and like oblong so i love knockoff shit when i was traveling in asia i used to buy as much knockoff shit as i got or i could get i had these great pair of daisel sandals i had like a gucci belt that was not spelled gucci it was just i love knockoff shit i saw somebody once with a uh, what was supposed to be a Sidney crosby jersey that said cosby 87 see and now you fast forward into today's can't, context can't that, that is a real bad jersey that's insensitive yeah. Yeah, can't be rocking that boy we have one very into- important topic, boys. It is about health. It is about health care. And this health care chat is brought to you by our friends at Sherwood Ford the Giant. Sherwood Ford loves health. Sherwood Ford wants you to be as healthy as possible. They want you to eat right, get enough rest, drink plenty of water. That's why they supply water at their dealership, I think. 
Probably. I assume if might you asked for some. water when you were there? They might have offered We were it. too busy uh, playing with Gus Dan and admiring mm. the squeaky clean facilities that is the Sherwood Ford dealership mm. and bathroom. Dan mm. wasn't invited to go to Sherwood Ford because, as you know, Chris uh, wishes that Dan didn't exist. So anything Neither Chris you, can do Coom. without Dan is ideal, apparently, in Chris's mind. Now, gentlemen, I think we all are aware of the health concerns and the potential plague outbreak that could have happened at Nation HQ this oh, past week. Oh, I know. It. I was I was wondering we were, where you're going with this, but we I remember. We were so close. We were so close to all being dead. We were very close to all being dead, or in the very least, incapacitated to the point of hospitalization. Now, to my left sits our very own Evan the intern. <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. Arguably the worst case of strep throat known to man this week. He phoned me on the weekend. So he phones me on Sunday night, and he's just like... It sounds like something you remember the movie Quarantine that came out in like 2010. Of course, something something that weird creature it was all fucked up in that movie was making that kind of noise. <laughs> and I'm like, whoa, 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 what's going on here? And he just sits there on the phone making. Uh, uh, so he's like the girl from The Ring as well. Yeah, exactly. He's all of that just nightmare noises, and he does this on the phone for at least 45 <laughs> minutes, and I'm sitting there just shaking in fear. And then he, I finally say, hey, look, I can't understand what you're saying, so please hang up the phone and send me a text message instead so that I can understand. <laughs> he finally obliges and says that he has strep throat. Arguably, one of the worst cases of strep throat ever documented. Worst ever. Hospitalization, Chris. Yeah. He went to the emergency room. I feel bad for him. The emergency room to treat strep throat. Chris, when was the last time you were at the ER, and what was it for? Who bought oh, the beers? I was <laughs> Chris goes to the emergency room. <laughs> Who buys the beers? You got to start with someone else. I got to think more on this. Dan, you got something? Well, I got to... I don't know if it was the last time I was at an ER, but it was It was pretty... Have you ever had a circumstance where you end up in the emergency room near death like our beloved Evan? And what was that for? I once went to the emergency room because I had a headache that lasted three, maybe four days. And it was like a brain-splitting migraine. And I couldn't handle it anymore. Was it a suicide headache? It wasn't a suicide headache. If you want to look up suicide headaches, look those up online. That is terrifying. I didn't know that was a thing until now. I'm not going to look that up. Oh, don't do it. No, no, it's it's, hard to watch. It's a a legitimate medical thing. Mm -hmm. I don't Um, believe you. Go ahead. But but yeah, I had a headache that lasted that long. And they did not. uh, (laughs) I just searched it. So there's a picture of a guy here who's blue. And he looks like a statue. (laughs) And he's cracking. And it says the pain is typically described as burning, stabbing, boring or squeezing, and may be located near behind the eye as a result (laughs) of pain. Those with cluster headaches may experience suicidal thoughts during an attack. Give me alternative. There are YouTube videos of people like going through them and like I know it was I've got questions. You're looking this up on YouTube, yeah? No, yeah, I, I, I looked this up on, on YouTube because Chris told me to. No, no, no. I don't know. Like years ago, I stumbled <laughs> upon it. And it was like this husband and wife and this wife was getting a suicide headache. And the pain is so bad that she was on the bed and she was getting her husband to literally punch her in the head like over and over again. Because you're, you're, getting you're, punched in the head feels better than this yeah, headache. You're like, so it was delirious. So messed up. And you're so out of it that you're convinced that the, that the pain of death 
or or something like that is going to stop the pain yeah, from hurting that it's much. It's messed up. I'm going to Rick, stop this Google conversation it. right now it's because terrifying. Would you rather terrifying. me tell my ER story that I've told you guys? Yes, Cam, please uh, <laughs> get us off this topic because Cam has got a great thing that he ended up for the ER for that could rival or make Evan feel better about his strep throat attack. So... I've told this story a few times at the office and the guys really quite like it. I think this is probably my best story. This is the most interesting thing that's ever happened to me because you guys know I'm pretty, I'm a pretty boring guy. But what happened in, uh, I was thinking, in, I was in grade five, I think. And I, I had an anxiety about going to the bathroom, I guess. I, for whatever reason, you know, I don't have much of an attention span. I don't like sitting down. So I, a few different reasons. All these still true. You know, just a bunch of different reasons I didn't want to go to the bathroom. I was outside having a good time. You know, <laughs> whatever you want to go on the computer and play the Sims, live in large expansion pack, that kind of thing. There's no time to go to the bathroom when you're a grade five boy. So I didn't go to the bathroom for about six days. And then, yeah, six, Rich, Rick just, Rick just, uh, his just, head just turned. His ears perked up. Six days, that's insane. Six like, days. No. I, I didn't go to the bathroom for six days. And then, so I wake up one morning <laughs> and I try to get up and I can't straighten my body. So I've slept kind of like in a, in a ball position. I'm, I'm trying to explain it, but you know, I'm kind of, kind of doing it, but I know you can't see me on the podcast, but you sleep in like a ball position. And in I try like and the fetal position. Yeah, in like the fetal position. In a ball position. In a ball know? position. And then I try and stand up and I can't stand up straight. So I'm kind of walking with this like hunch at the waist downstairs and my parents are like, what is happening right now? And I'm like, I don't know. And I, I don't bother to mention this whole bathroom thing. So I'm just like, I don't know what's going on. I'm really stressed out. It's a out. minor detail. So then for like the whole day, I can't stand up straight. And then we go to the center, and the person in the center says, all right, look, like you have appendicitis. So I'm freaking out. They just rush me to the emergency room because I think my append- appendix is going to blow up. And I'm, I'm like sitting there and I'm ready for someone to like shove a knife into my abdomen and pull out my appendix. And then they're like, wait, before we do this, obviously we should do our due diligence and put you behind the next ray and see what's actually going on. And then they're like, okay, there is shit filled up to like the middle of your body. So like, like underneath my rib cage, there's just shit all the way up to there. So would you say you were full of shit? I was, yes, I was completely <laughs> full of shit, literally full of shit. And then what they did... So the instruction was, is they were going to give me something called an enema. <laughs> and what it was, is there was a needle that was poked into my, uh, my behind. Mm-hmm. And I don't, mean, I don't mean my butt cheek, I mean my butthole. Oh my so they God. shoved the needle in there, and then they... they I'm they, clenching they, so hard right they, now. Uh, they, they pushed this, this liquid into me, and what they said was, sit here for 30 seconds, let it do its thing, and then run to the bathroom. And I was like, all right. So they shoved this thing in me. I waited for one second, put my like hand under my ass, booked it to the <laughs> toilet, and I swear to God, the what it what it was is like a fountain pop coming out of my ass for like eight seconds. And then after this that, podcast brought to you. By. <laughs> after that, I was just totally empty, and I felt amazing, just completely empty, just could stand up straight, just wow, no stomach pain, nothing, just totally empty. And then I went and ate like a huge meal after that. We thank you, Sherwood Ford, for for sponsoring us for the first five episodes. Yeah, so so uh, we will have episode six probably canceled. (laughs) Sponsored by (laughs) Pepto-Bismol. Oh, Cam, you're so gross. See, now you guys understand why I go, I break tour bus rules and go to the bathroom probably twice a day at least upstairs. Because, you know, I have, an, I have an anxiety about this ever happening to me again, so I'm being careful. In a way, I can kind of understand it because I had kidney stones when I was like 22 or something like that. And then you had your kidneys removed. Essentially, 
I drank way too much coffee, no water, kidney stones, go to the hospital. I rip a fucking the arm off the chair in the waiting room. They do morphine. I'm all about it. Play a little Call of Duty on the painkillers for the next couple of days. It's okay. I got through it. But the moral of the story is you only live through that once, Evan. So what I encourage you to do is enjoy some green tea, maybe some like acai berry, echinacea, whatever it takes to keep you healthy. And uh, Cam, something wrong with you. There's so many things. There was something wrong with me. There's now nothing wrong with me. I now have my bathroom going under control. If you're listening, send us your ER stories. If you got an ER story that is weird, embarrassing, or otherwise, uh, send it to us on Twitter, at ON Radio Podcast. Chris, do you have something to wrap all this up? The last time I literally went to the ER was in like grade 10 or something. It was because of a baseball injury because I got hit in the head with a baseball. Is that what that scar on your forehead is from? No, that one's... Is that what that general look of your face is from? Is this why you say things like it doesn't supposed to rain today? <laughs> For, honestly. Maybe we can relate all that stuff back to that baseball industry. Things changed for Chris when he got hit with the baseball. No, I've got to... Uh, the scar on my head is when my sister pushed me into the wall because we were playing hide-and-go-seek, and she tagged me really hard. She won. She, she did. You. She did win. That, that I is a stitches. two-hand tag like no one's business. I think yeah. what happened was is your sister was furious that she... Looks like a version of you wearing a wig, and then she pushed you. That is true. She was taking out her anger. Like as far as siblings look, it's... there's no de- denying that Chris and his sister are siblings. And then your older brother looks nothing like you. Yeah, well, he's a little older than me, so. I mean, like age doesn't make you like just have a different face. Though. Yeah, but when I'm his age, like when he was my age, we look identical. But you guys will never be the same age because he's older than you, right? Because <laughs> that's how math works. The last, uh, the last embarrassing medical story that I had that I should have went to the hospital, but I didn't, is I was in university, and it was like 1 a.m., and I wanted a bagel, and I was cutting the bagel, and I accidentally had my hand at the bottom of the bagel. And hang I, on, hang on, hang on. Why? How? It was f- Who cuts a bagel with their hand underneath the bagel? It was, fr- the it was frozen, and I, was, I didn't want to defrost it, and I was just trying to cut it, and I was tired, it was late, and I, had to, I needed a good grip on it. And the knife slipped, and I just slipped my hand open. I need to go to Rick here for a second because he has been watching all of this happen. Rick and I and Dan, are, we're all of a similar age, similar vintage. And he's looking at these boys like there's something wrong with them. <laughs> and I want your breakdown. Your Nation boys don't poo and they cut their hands open. Yeah. I'm going to get a lot of mentions to this, but uh, I haven't been to the doctor in we're probably coming up with 20 years here right away here. And you're the Gregor. healthiest person here. <laughs> like, literally, I haven't been to a doctor probably since 2000. You know what? And think if you of went all the to the doctor, you would be told that you weren't healthy for something. And that's just yeah, not necessary. No, everything, everything right now, you're to, the healthiest guy I know. Everything seems to work over here. I don't go six days without uh, going to the bathroom. <laughs> I, you know, I cut, a, I cut a bagel properly. <laughs> I, I know what I'm doing when it comes to cutting a, a frozen bagel. I probably wouldn't cut a frozen bagel, but... Even if I did, I probably do it properly. <laughs> Thanks. You've been giving us a general look of disgust. <laughs> yeah, there's the... just a lot of head shaking and just, just kind of. Yeah. So it's I fair. think the the lesson from all of this, Dan, is that uh, if you're gonna have a bagel, defrost it. It takes two seconds. See what it, more than two. But seconds. then, how are you gonna Chris's cut it afterwards? Patience for this bagel is shocking. I wonder if you lived in the states, Chris, if you would have survived this long. If you had to pay for your health care. Mm, that's true. That's true. That's good but question. I did, like I said, I didn't go to the hospital. I just bandaged it up and I have a cool scar. 
Yeah. Boys, and I want to end this podcast episode five, if we get another one, thank you, Sherwood Ford, <laughs> by ending off with a contest from our friends at Sherwood Ford. In honor of Grant Fear's birthday today, they're holding a lookalike contest with their staff. They have two finalists that look a lot like Grant Fear, and they're going to give away some stuff. So go interact with them at Sherwood Ford on Twitter. They're having a little Grant Fear birthday contest. Chris, what do you think about that? It's actually pretty cool, these two. Did you explain the contest? No, go ahead. Uh, I'll just read the tweet. In honor of Grant Fear's birthday today, we held a lookalike contest with our staff. And I remember the boys from Sherwood Ford were telling us that two of their staff members look identical to Grant Fear. Um, so uh, you have to go on their Twitter and vote who should win, uh, Zeno or Eski. They both look like Grant Fear. Uh, I would say Zeno. I would say Eski looks more like... Well, I'm, I'm team Zeno. Are you? Okay, which one's what which? Zeno on the left? Eski's on the right. I think Eski looks more. Oh, like. I'm all Zeno. I'm all Zeno. How about how about the name Eski living in Edmonton though? I'm oh, all Zeno. That's amazing. That is. Maybe he. That's, that's just. He his might, nickname. It might be a nickname for being an Eskimos fan. It's a. It's pretty close comparison. I'm curious to see who wins. Yeah. Grand Fuhr lookalike contest at Sherwood Ford. Rick, I'm gonna give you the last word. Who looks most like Grand Fuhr? I'm going with Zeno, but I'm, I feel like there's a little bit of Joaquin Gage in there too. If you. I could see that. And you know what? I also learned yesterday, uh, talking to Dusty Nielsen from Inside the Nation, Joaquin Gage is his cable guy. That's crazy. So if you see improvements in Inside the Nation, you can thank Joaquin Gage. Shout out, Joaquin. Indirectly. And thank you all for listening. Please follow us on social media, on Twitter at ON Radio Podcast, on Instagram at ON Radio Podcast. We are now available on iTunes. We will tweet that link for you. Follow, subscribe, rate. Help us. Get up into the top 200 in sports, Chris. Once upon a time, we had a podcast that lived there, RIP, and I'd like to get back there again. Oh, soon. We have, to start, we have to start beefing with the podcast that is at number 200. What Ooh, is it? Do we know? I can't remember off the top of my head. I think Chris looked it up a while ago, but we got to start a beef with him. Maybe it's Everything is Wrestling. We could beef with our own Everything is Wrestling podcast with the one and only Yukon Jack. Cam, last words? I think we need to start up a darts website. Oh, I agree with the hell yeah. hell yeah. We'll just call it 180 Nation. I watched a video on YouTube called uh, Biggest Comeback in uh, Premier League Darts, and it was exciting. Is that what the Darts League is called? Premier League? Something like that. Cool. I really want to go see darts. It's awesome. If you ever Sweet. get a chance to watch darts on TV, everybody's greased. All right, the, uh, the, I love it. the 200th. What the hell? This episode's shows what the hell this episode this is. is what the hell this, this episode doesn't supposed to rain today make leafs nation jets party again now make party chris hitting the baseball with the bat head now. the 200th rated pod uh, sports podcast biscuits. is biscuits a hockey podcast we're vice, coming for you biscuits. from vice, vice sports we're, gonna, we're coming, coming for you biscuits fucking kill you you know their, what you their know what popularity sucks we should get the inside track on biscuits from Friend of the nation, writer of the nation, Kyle Cantlin, who also writes from Vice. We should take him down. Man, none of these episodes are even good. Look at this, these guys. We're coming from you, Biscuits. Thank you all for listening. Enjoy your weekend. Go Oilers. Best wishes. Subscribe for free on iTunes, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.